Nasas and welcome back to our podcast. In today's episode, we're greeting you in Greek because we've been given this amazing opportunity to host a very, very special guest. So let me introduce you to the ninth and current president of the European Olympic Committees, Mr. Spiros Kapralos. Not only our guest is the president of the EOCs, but also a former Greek swimmer and water polo player. He's a Greek swimming champion and a water polo Olympian. Thank you so much for taking the time for this interview. So now we prepared some, I would say, like more fun questions because we really enjoy those <laughs> and they make the atmosphere a little looser, I would, uh, looser, I would say. So now we're here at the winter edition of uh, European Youth Olympic Festival. So we would like to ask you, if you were to choose a different sport, a winter sport, which sport would you choose? Because we know you did water polo. <laughs> Well, you know, water polo resembles a lot to ice hockey, and there are lots of similarities. But uh, I enjoy practicing myself. I do alpine skiing, which I like very much. But uh, from watching different sports, I love biathlon. I follow biathlon on a permanent basis, and, uh, and uh, I admire the athletes who can do both the cross-country skiing and shooting at the same time. So it's a very difficult sport. Yeah, I feel like it's really challenging to like calm yourself down before the shooting. Yeah, I admire it too. Uh, with all these years of experience in sports, you have probably received a lot of uh, good advice and also bad ones. So maybe you can um, share with us a piece of good advice that's been uh, together with you through your sports career or your life. <laughs> You know, sport is teaching you to be disciplined. Very difficult in today's world, but you have to be disciplined when you train. And uh, then you need, when you go to competition, first to learn how to lose, because most of the times you lose, you're not a winner. It's very few people who make it to become winners. And uh, so most of the times you have to lose to get encouraged again, to start practicing again, to try again, so for the next time to try and be, do better and perhaps win. So I think uh, this continuous effort with yourself, not to let down, but to, to, to get ready for the next competition is the most important part that you learn. And it's a lesson for life, because also in life, uh, things are not easy. And uh, so you have to try very hard. And even if you don't win, you have to continue in your daily life. And of course, when you win in sport, it's uh, the most difficult thing is to remain to the top. Because you may win one time, but everybody wants to get into that position. So you have to continue working very hard to remain in the top position. That's true. The success starts from the failure, I guess. It, it's always like that, mm -hmm. and uh, because uh, there is no easy success in, in today's uh, very competitive world, because it's very competitive in every sport, but it's competitive in life also. Mm -hmm. Mr. Kapralos, as I mentioned before, you were a swimmer uh, and water polo player. What made you switch from swimming to water polo? Failure. <laughs> Actually, I was a champion of Greece in swimming. And I missed 
the qualification time for the Olympic Games for two tenths of one second. Oh. So that was a big disappointment at the time. And um, I decided to switch sport and went to water polo. And luckily, after a big effort and many years later, we managed to qualify as a team to the Olympic Games. Yeah. Do you regret uh, the change? Not at all, since we, may, we managed to make it in the Olympics as uh, water polo. Also, it's a big difference between a, a sport that you do by yourself and a, and a team sport. Um, when you are by yourself, you rely on your own strengths. Uh, on a team sport, you rely on the strengths and weaknesses at the same time, because they are only, not only strengths, of your teammates. But when the victory comes, it's you enjoy even more because you enjoy with your colleagues and friends. Not there are not a lot of uh, moments that uh, athletes change sports, but swimming and water polo are connected. Um, but was it hard for you to to adapt to new sports? No, it was not hard because I always liked the game. I liked the the ball, and I liked the people who played water polo, so it was easy to be integrated in the team and I was always uh, mm -hmm. part of the, of the team. I was a defenseman, so I was not getting the glory because usually the glory goes to the ones who scored, but uh, you always need in a team a good goalie, you need good defensemen, you need good people who organize the game and good people to score, so it's a team effort. And have you ever thought of doing both of these sports at the same time, like continuing your competitive swimming uh, career with the water polo one? Well, that's uh, nearly impossible. In today's world, you cannot do competitive sport in uh, two different sports. Some people are trying to do it for summer and winter sports, but uh, still there, it's not easy. So, Mr. Capralos, so we know that you competed at the 1980 and 1984 Olympics in water polo. Which of these events did you enjoy more and why? Well, uh, they were special Olympic Games. Unfortunately, there were games that were boycotted by some countries. Because at, at the time uh, of the war in Afghanistan, some countries decided not to go to Moscow in 1980. And uh, vice versa, some other countries decided not to go to Los Angeles in 1984. It was a real pity because the victims of all these decisions, political decisions, were the athletes. And uh, because the athletes trained very hard for that special moment to participate in the Olympic Games. And uh, those athletes still today were friends. They say that the worst part of their career was that they were not able to participate in the Olympic Games. For me personally, it was fantastic, fantastic to be able to participate. Great moment was the opening ceremony when we entered the stadium. You know, Greece enters first in the stadium. So for us, having a dream to participate in the Olympic Games and having tried so hard to qualify, it was a great moment. The greatest moment was entering the stadium at the parade of the athletes. Mm -hmm. um, one of the Olympic values is friendship. Can you say that the Olympic Games helped you make more international friends? Oh yes, actually. 
we still have friendship with many of the athletes from different countries that uh, we competed at the time and uh, we see each other and uh, so I think it's something that and plus of course the teammates on the, in the team that uh, from time to time we gather we go out for dinner and drinking and talking about the past and past memories and uh, we laugh because it's great moments of our lives that we'll never forget. So friendship for life, that's possible to make friends at the Olympics, right? It is, but it was not just the Olympics because you know those teams were competing in other world championship, European championship, yeah, yeah, yeah. seeing each other, we're going to training camps together. So it was not just the Olympics, but the Olympics it was yeah. for all of us, it was a great mm -hmm. moment. That's so nice. Um, now more about education. In 1979, you graduated from University of Athens and completed your degree in economics. Have, you st have your uh, studies in any way affected your preparations for the Olympics of 1980? Well, it was uh, after I graduated from Athens University, I went to France and got an MBA degree. And of course, that was uh, and I graduated in 79 from the MBA degree. Of course, when you go to another country and you do serious studies, it affects your uh, sport performance. At the time, we were trying to combine everything because we had the passion and we wanted to go to the Olympic Games. So I was training hard at the same time when I was studying. Mm -hmm. And what message would you like to share with young athletes about the importance of education in professional sports? Well, I know it's difficult because uh, you have to sacrifice a lot of things. You have to sacrifice a lot of things when you train hard as an elite athlete. And <clears throat> at the same time, you need to continue your studies because at a certain point you'll finish your sport career and life is ahead of you and you need to have the tools to have a successful, uh, to have a successful life career and professional career. And therefore, education is a very important part of that. So even though it requires sacrifices, you should uh, try to combine both studies and sport. That's a very important message for young athletes. At the Summer Olympic Games in 2004 in Athens, your role wasn't competing as an athlete, but you were named the executive director uh, of the organizing committee. What was the biggest challenge for you in this role that you would never say that is actually challenging when you were an athlete? Well, when you are an organizer of Olympic Games, you have different challenges than the ones that the athletes have. Because you try to organize uh, the playing field so that the athletes can show their best. But in order to do that, you have to provide them all the facilities, to provide them the, the possibilities to arrive there on time, to in a secure way. So organizing the Olympic Games is something very difficult. And especially Greece, that required a lot of new infrastructure works that, that were done so that we could host successful Olympic Games. And of course, uh, games organized in Greece, the birthplace of the Olympics, is also very important. It was very important emotionally for us. Would you say that the being an athlete helped you to organize the Olympics easier? Well, being an athlete, you learn uh, how to train hard, which means not to get tired. 
so which means that uh, we had to work seven t seven days a week for a long period of time mm -hmm. until the games arrived mm -hmm. because it is so complicated and so complex to organize Olympic Games that uh, a little detail can make a big difference. Uh, also, can you tell us uh, what's the biggest different, uh, difference for you between Olympics when you competed and now? Also, your role has changed in the time, but like maybe you can find some differences. Well, now the Olympic Games are even more complicated for uh, as an organizer. It's much more competitive for the athletes. And... Uh, <clears throat> So I think that, but it's still, Olympic Games is still the event that assembles the best athletes of the world. And uh, it's always a peaceful um, organization, event, competition, and always with the best to win. But what is also more important in today's world is to participate in the Olympic Games. Because if you had only the winners, then that would not be a, a, an event that would gather everybody and would bring the interest of the whole world. You have 206 nations competing, and it's the only event in the world that gathers so many people, so many athletes, all together in those 15, 17 days of the competition. You have been in the Olympics world for more than 40 years now. When you look back at your time, what has been your best memory? Thank you for reminding me my age. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you have different memories and great memories from since you are an athlete until, you, until today that I'm an official. Um, as an athlete, the feeling of participating in the Olympic Games is something that um, you, you cannot really explain to the outside world. It's ha reaching the top of a sport career. Then, as an official, um, organizing the Olympic Games is also important because it gives the possibility, on one hand, to the athletes to do their best, and on the other, as an organizer, you do your best for your to be proud that your country was able to organize good Olympic Games. And then, as president of the Olympic Committee of Greece, it's important because you put your efforts in trying to help the athletes achieve their goals. And you try to facilitate them and make the best to get funding for them, to, to resolve their problems in order to give them the possibility to reach the Olympic Games. Mm. So every part has a lot different satisfactions and of course a lot of challenges and difficulties. Uh, if I come back to water polo, the national water polo team of Greece won its first Olympic medal in Tokyo 2021. Did you follow their performance during the games and how did you feel when they won in the semi-final and secured the Olympic medal? Well, you know, it was uh, always the dream of everybody having played water polo for Greece, that uh, one day that Greece could get a medal. And uh, finally, the team succeeded last summer in, uh, in Tokyo. So you can imagine the emotions uh, 
not just of the team, of course the team was so happy, but all the people who had tried and had played before and uh, were seeing themselves through this team uh, getting the success, were very happy about it and very moved. And we, of course, I followed uh, every single game. Uh, so now are we are in Vokati, in the winter EOF, which is the first event uh, for you as a president. It's true. Okay. Uh, so how are you experiencing this event here right now? Well, I'm trying to enjoy. Um, what I've realized as president of EOC is that you have a lot of other meetings and uh, uh, things you have to do. It's not just enjoying the competition. But uh, as of today, that uh, uh, a lot of the meetings have been uh, finalized. Uh, now that I'll have the possibility to go and watch sport, watch the young athletes in their efforts, I'll go to the village, I'll be able to talk to them and uh, to feel the, the games, the winter games and the, and the athletes. Now you'll be able to actually enjoy the biathlon competition. <laughs> yes, actually, when we finish, I intend to go to cross country and then to biathlon today. Okay. Perfect plans. Um, what are the key moments do you think you will take away from this event? Like for yourself? Well, for me, it was uh, great and I was very moved at the opening ceremony when the team of Ukraine got in the stadium. Um, we made a special effort before the games so that uh, the Ukrainian athletes who were also trying very hard like every other nation uh, to give them the possibility to come here. So it was uh, important to organize from their transportation, from their clothing and organizing here their stay. So it, it was a big moment, I think because in these difficult times that we live in Europe, with the war happening not very far from here, I think it was important to show our solidarity to these young athletes from Ukraine and to show that sport is able to unite people. We're coming to an end of our podcast episode with you, Mr. Kapralos. You have a very inspiring story to tell. Uh, being an athlete with a professional degree, then becoming a president of Hellenic Olympic Committee, also the chairman of Euroclinic, which is a private hospital in Athens, and the president and CEO of Nasdaq uh, listed shipping company, and eventually a president of the EOC. What's your next career goal? <laughs> <laughs> Well, when you say all these things, I say uh, how difficult it is to, to manage and find the time to put into this. In sport, I'm a volunteer, and I've been a volunteer in my life. So, but I needed to have a professional and business career in order to be able to finance my activities and my passion for sport. So <clears throat> I was lucky to be able to, to do this different jobs, especially the shipping company that gives me the possibility to and the time to get involved with sport. So I'm very happy. I don't have other plans, other <laughs> career plans, but just to be involved with sport and try to help young athletes achieve their dreams. Thank you very much. Mr. Kapralas, thank you for your time and we hope you are enjoying the festival to the fullest. Uh, that's it for today. Everybody take care and we can make a collective goodbye maybe we can do it in greek
can you teach us how to say goodbye? Yasas. Yes. 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 Yes.